0: The deal is this... i <laughs> tell you, when I was a kid that read Drop a Hunt on Most of Norwich... I'll tell you, when I was a kid that read Drop a Hunt on Most of Norwich... I'm pissed. They're <laughs> pissed. Okay, by the time we finish this you're all
1: going to be practicing magicians
0: i'm jeremy McGreer, and i'm gary butterfield and this is days of future cast the podcast where gary and i discuss all things x-men we are getting close to the end of this new x-men arc by grant morrison and we are in the middle of the Pin ultimate arc or i guess the pen Pin ultimate arc if you want to say that because there's one tiny little arc at the end that we're going to compress down to one episode of this podcast but in the meantime uh, Magneto has been revealed to be Zorn And he has fucked up the X-Men in the process
1: Yep X-Men, fucked up Yes, um, Status <laughs> Status, fucked up uh, X-Men, unaccounted for uh two beetles alive two <laughs> beetles dead zero beetles unaccounted for um yeah so we're, we're getting into it before we uh start talking about this issue though mm-hmm. um we decided what we're gonna do after this
0: yes we did uh yeah. we are returning to a 90s classic that i think um Gary, you've read this relatively recently, more recently than I have, um, but mm-hmm. something that I have a lot of affection for is like a 90s kid growing up, um, but I'm going to be super interested to return to it in the context of 2020, where the world mm-hmm. is literally ending around us. So,
1: Yep. Of course, we're talking about The 12 <laughs> <laughs> not, not talking about The Twelve. Uh, the Twelve is a really horrible, weird comic. No, no, we're talking about Age of Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is kind of an obvious but we are not expecting the same heights. Uh, the writing in age of apocalypse is very standard nineties X-Men stuff, but the concepts and cool 13 year oldness of it, uh, by which I mean, it's good for 13 year olds. Um, is going to carry us through
0: (laughs) and i think um in case people are worried that we'll get into like a x-men evolution situation where we're just like reading stuff and and not liking it and kind of bringing down the vibe of the podcast like this kind of stuff i can really embrace like 90s were kind of a special time in my life because i was a fucking teenager discovering you know everything basically including the x-men pubes (laughs) pubes (laughs) you (laughs) got if i tug on this dangly bit it feels great (laughs) this is great i should do this all the time (laughs) Uh, learning how to convince my mom i'm taking 30 minute showers so for now totally (laughs) yeah i'm gonna
1: gonna use the bathtub upstairs (laughs) yes no no
0: reason no reason no reason Um, don't worry about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so oh why do you ask (laughs) <laughs> oh no! I just like to relax. I'm, I'm doing homework.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. Um, but I'm I'm excited to get into this. Like, I feel like I'm going to treat this as like a almost like I treat like a schlock movie kind of or like a B movie. Like, I can get down with but, some the, shitty the direct stuff.
1: Comparison is the X Men '90s animated series, right? Sure.
0: Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I think we're going to treat it like that. I think that that's something we we liked a lot, but also had some issues with and had you know made fun of a little bit. And we want to you know. Get it, recapture a little bit of that energy, and I'm interested in rereading it. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, you know, I have a lot of affection for it. It's not all good. There's going to be bummer issues, yes, in it. But hopefully, fun bummer, not like why are we doing this X Men Evolution bummer.
0: <laughs> you know, we never want to go back to the why are we doing this well ever again. So, uh mm-hmm. look forward to Age of Apocalypse. So the the current schedule of the show, we've got like eight or nine more issues, I think. Uh, so we'll have eight or nine more episodes for this arc. We'll do a wrap up. Uh, you've already, some of you have already sent in feedback. Thank you very much for that. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, slash contact. Always the best place to do it. Or you can DM us on Twitter at D O F C podcast. We're going to read those and talk about them and have questions and answer questions and all that stuff. And then, mm-hmm. uh, shortly during that process on the website, I'll update, uh, what our reading list is going to be because, uh, we're going to skip some stuff that we feel like we don't really need to do. Um, and we're so we'll have a reading list that shows you like the order that we're going in thankfully i think all of this is on marvel unlimited so it's real real easy to access so you don't have to go hunt down random issues of stuff um yeah so yeah yeah
1: never visit a local comic shop for this podcast <laughs> don't support that local business <laughs>
0: shit, dude they have the coronavirus man i can't i can't sterilize yeah, a comic book <laughs> what are you talking about Yeah, every
1: page just page by page <laughs> wiping it down with lysol i mean you know it's, it's a very sad truth is i don't know that comic shops are going to survive this yeah
0: um, dude. it's going to be real yeah. it's going to be real scary Scary out there for uh like a bunch of local restaurants and small businesses yep. and all this stuff like oof yeah
1: yeah it's uh it's not great but what is you know again uh, i know I, I was beating this drum last time i like these arcs yes uh, mm-hmm. i re i re this is my third time i've read them i re my memory for this this morning and there's like some good detail and shit that sets up this this kind of turn a little bit better than i remember while still not being perfect yes um and then same thing with the last arc like i like it a lot more than i did the first time I
0: I think um, I think multiple readings really support that last arc. Um, I mm-hmm. I sat down to kind of refresh myself on these issues today, like, like I usually do before the podcast, and ended up finishing the series again, which makes like my mm-hmm. third or fourth yeah. time. <laughs> and uh, just because it goes so, so smoothly. And like once you read the first issue of the last arc, you're like, oh, I must read the next four or five so I can get into this. I want to f- figure out what happens. Um and they they confront you with a lot of information up front, and then like explain it after the fact. So it'll be fun to talk about that stuff because I think we'll be able to shine some light on it for people. But yeah, yeah. In the meantime, and, and we need to figure out this Planet X arc, Gary.
1: Huh. Uh, with what, to my mind, one of the weaker covers of the series. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of beast looking angry. Uh, here, standing in a science room.
0: Yeah, I don't think this cover is very good, Gary. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Beast is real angry. He's he's in, he's he's in front of some monitors.
0: Are they, Um, I don't really remember, I don't pay attention to Beast's eyes very much. These are glowing a little mm-hmm. yellow. Could that be a nod towards the future stuff that's about to happen?
1: Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if uh, that's... I didn't think about that. I thought he's just super pissed.
0: Yeah. So, angry Beast. Um, yes. So we're going to start out on Asteroid M. Uh, we, we left Jean Grey and Logan here. Uh Logan is basically saying we have some good news that we have 36 hours worth of air at least. Uh the bad news is they're going to hit the surface of the sun in 24, uh, which is yeah. just a day. They're gonna be there soon.
1: Yep, exactly. The the sun is just a day away. Um this is I think all of this stuff with Gene and Logan on Asteroid M is great. Yep. yep. Uh really good character work. Like I think that like doing the relationship between these two characters and kind of their their semi-romantic, but somehow like a little bit like almost deeper than that uh relationship is really really hard to pull off this well yes
0: uh and it's not the classic like logan being you know perpetually in love with gene either like there's there's some twist on mm -hmm. this stuff where like it feels like they've almost grown past that where like they're just super good friends and teammates in this in this extremely trying time that they, they live in and they have to try to figure out how to get the fuck out of this thing um yeah. So it's just it's yeah. just it's just really well written all around, I think.
1: Yep. Um it's incredibly hot. It's 130 degrees. Yes. Um, you know, Logan is trying to get the air conditioning back on. Uh and Gene says, you know, I can't move the station. I'm trying to slow down the molecules in the air, but it's too hot to concentrate. Um, we get a little bit of a backstory on what happened in the last arc. Um, you know, Gene looks at weapon fifteen, you know, and and uh Logan explains like you know, he died he was he was a mass murderer so don't get mad at me that I killed him um and this whole thing has been a trap yes you know I didn't and Logan is bemoaning like I'm I didn't even smell it like I didn't even know this was coming you know are you and then Gene's like are you sure it's him and we get this like great little splash page of them looking at the sun and Logan just saying yep Magneto nailed us this time
0: uh i like the idea of uh spaceships being uncontrollably sent into the sun like that movie sunshine is one of my favorite like sci-fi movies of all time like i think it's i I think it's really really good um, it's
1: it's weird That movie's weird
0: we ever talked about that before i don't think so no maybe not like yeah
1: I, i like that movie too but i think that when it turns into like the serial killer like oh when yeah the, when yeah. it's all like dread and like it just like what it's like to be close to the sun i fucking love it yeah yeah and then they that, then like a, a, a different room. director
0: comes in or something
1: like yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like danny boyle goes into mr hyde mode and is like <laughs> what if there's a skin demon and i'm like what <laughs> wait, what are wait you a minute talking what about dude <laughs> like oh yeah somebody somebody became a uh well due to exposure of the sun someone became a super strong zombie Oh, hold up, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I'm
0: not quite sure what you mean by that, Mr. Boyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but up until that point, it's awesome. Yeah,
0: like, that movie is great. Um, so Logan says they have 24 hours uh, and they better use them well. And we go back over to uh, Magneto. who is was having this conversation uh, with Martha and Ernst uh, where Ernst just is basically like still. Either pretending that she doesn't understand the situation, or just not understanding the situation, where Zorn was a character that Magneto had to play in order to infiltrate the X Men, and just basically demanding of Magneto like, "When is Zorn coming back?" And Magneto just gets angrier and angrier with every question.
1: Well, the um something that that makes sense about this now in retrospect, because we're past the spoiler wall, yes, you know, and Mm -hmm. we've been well past it, you know, but we're going to talk about stuff in the future because one of one of the things I want to do in these last like couple episodes is defend some of this twist because i know like a lot of people don't like the end of this arc and i think that it's okay if it doesn't work for you but i think that there are more things explained than than it seems
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um ernst doesn't understand this because ernst is cassandra nova relearning how to be a person yes ernst has been alive for nine months you know so like the the idea that ernst cannot understand this dual identity thing at first seems like she's just being really naive you know and being kind of an idiot She's learning how to be a person. Mm -hmm. This is this is stuff with Cassandra Nova's brain in it, learning all basic concepts again, and being basically walked around by Martha, who is like stewarding.
0: I love the idea Uh, that Xavier presumably like did this without a whole lot of people knowing. Like the last time we saw Cassandra Nova, she was we were in her mind, and you know Xavier had or Jean Grey drew the X and like X's for Adam and like the Arkans, right? Yeah, and like presumably her body was being kept somewhere safe we're actually going to see that at the very end of this run of like they they think that the arc they think that cassandra nova's body is actually in there but no like he actually just put her body in this thing or her mind in this thing and then like let's enroll it in, in the xavier institute and not tell anybody mm-hmm. and then had it secretly being taught by fucking magneto his arc rival like it's amazing yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's a little it's richer than it seems yeah you know so the, this stuff is seems, you know, at first it seems just kind of dumb, but it, it makes sense. Yes. Um, you know, so she, he keeps trying to explain this to her and she's just like, he was nice. Again, this is somebody who's nine months old, um, you know, who, who has been taught by this brain. And I love this like little moment where Ernst is like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Am I late for the brotherhood meeting? Or am I early for the brotherhood meeting? <laughs> like again, you know, uh, the new brotherhood being super pathetic. Yes, Um, and then Toad comes in again with his uh, tongue always out, no matter how much he's talking. Nope. Doesn't matter. Uh, I... Pops in <laughs> and uh, starts explaining things. And he's basically saying, like giving Magneto a report, like things are not going well on the ground. Um, you know, people don't know what's happening. Um, you know, when you talk in that faux Shakespearean stuff, nobody understands you. Like, you know, the, you are outdated. Yes. Essentially.
0: Um, and Magneto kind of gets angry at this and then goes to talk to himself, a.k.a. Xavier, who he's keeping uh, naked in a tube for super mm-hmm. villain reasons, I guess. Like, I guess yep. if the guy that I hate the most in this world, like I finally got him, I guess I would just keep him naked in a tube in my room just because I hate that guy. Fuck him. Like, I don't like that dude. You,
1: you wouldn't give him like a dignity
0: condom? Nope. Nope, dick out. Like just okay. Dick out for, dick out. out for. I was about to say, <laughs> dick, dig out out for for yeah, dick out for her rabbit. Yeah, dick out for hatred. Dick out for vengeance. <laughs> I want everybody to see his tiny flaccid penis because you know he's a gr- yeah. he's a grower not a shower. Um, <laughs> yeah, well
1: he's in his cool water bath.
0: I probably shouldn't you know? talk about Cole Ross like this, but I don't think he listens to the podcast. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if Cole ever starts listening to the other podcasts on the show, oh so much so much uh,
0: lore has been has been has yeah, been developed there's,
1: there's about there's him. A lot of lore. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, so, again, I love this idea of Magneto mo- like doing this villain monologue uh, here. And he explains, so, again, uh, one of the things where people are just, oh, it, it's so ridiculous that Magneto just took over New York. And it is, but even Magneto recognizes it won't be long before, you know, he was not trying to buy New York forever. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he's like, it won't be long before the reprisals commence. I have to do something unforgettable. <laughs> and he says, like, hey, remember back when we, we talked, I had that plan to reverse the Earth's magnetic poles? And I just imagine, like, Magneto... Huge bong rip. <laughs> hey Charles. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if I reverse the Earth's magnetic poles?
0: Oh man, <laughs> I got the best like, idea. <laughs>
1: oh, you mean kill everybody? Well no, some mutants would survive. <laughs> oh, oh, Eric, you're so crazy. Here, pass. You know, like, and, but now he's like, you know, this is actually a good idea. Humans will definitely die. He says it will rewire mutant brains and alter planetary consciousness. Again, this is bullshit, but if you think of him stoned at a Denny's yes. because he's out of his mind on drugs, mm-hmm. and the drug that he's on wants him to kill everybody, yes, um, then this makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's going to be pretty important, and like that's something that I think that you can... If you if you read the last arc and where all of it's re- kind of revealed, like oh there's this sentient bacteria that has been like keeping everybody at war each other for billions of years. That's finally going to take like have its shot to take this and like it infects people through this drug kick. Like that's mm-hmm. that's pretty important for this like super villain turn, a super super villain turn that Zorn to Magneto does. Like that the two page spread that I complained about of like Magneto just going full fucking super villain, like people dying in the background. Like oh that makes much more sense now when you remove Magneto's agency out of it. Like this isn't Magneto yeah. doing this. This is Magneto being driven to do this.
1: Yeah. And and it's it's subtle because it's not we're used to mind control stories in fiction and comics just being like, oh, I'm this person now. But the way that uh Sublime works is there's still a little bit of the original person in there. Mm. You know, uh it's still their brain and everything. We see that with uh Beast in the next arc. Um so it just it, it ends up being confusing. And I don't put this at the feet of the reader I think it's something that, you know, the, the writing in the comic could explain a little bit better. Yes. But on um, multiple reads, you know, it does get, uh, it does get better.
0: And like, you know, Morrison likes to bury stuff, right? Like that's what, like that dude, yeah, yeah, that yeah. dude really wants a reader to, to, to get into, to dig into a work and to come up with their own solutions and come up with their own, even probably headcanon and things like that. Like he, he wants the reader mm-hmm. to do work. So it's, you know, it makes sense for him to bury some of these details and like kind of weird stuff that you have to figure out and parse. So, yep. Um,
1: Um, Magneto's given a speech here and he's basically explaining like his way is better. Yes. You know, each day more mutants uh, flock to me. They're all taking kick. You know, they're empowered by that, uh, by these supplies. Um, you know, your, your old way, your incrementalism has been forgotten. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a legend. I always come back. Um, and we are going to establish this new nation and this species. You know, nobody wants your way of peaceful integration. Um, I'm offering them something better and quicker
0: so yeah after after he gives his little speech uh magneto goes to uh we get this kind of full screen thing and he's like oh yeah this is not just going to be new york uh this is only the beginning i am off here to offer utopia the shining morning of the mutants because kick makes you get just sh- super flowery with your language right
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly it's the claremont virus <laughs> like uh, <laughs> it's um uh- uh so we cut, cut back over to Logan and Jean. Mm-hmm. Um and Logan's getting desperate. Like he's like basically like, "Hey, you, you got that Phoenix force, right? <laughs> you know, uh, you're sitting on that good shit. That can do anything, right? Because it can fly in space because we're going to die." Uh and Jean, you know, and you can see uh, Logan's doing better with this, like his healing factor. Mm-hmm. You know, but Jean is is really having a hard time. And she kind of explains the Phoenix here and this is something that's very important to understanding this whole arc and the next arc specifically. You know, uh, basically, she says her power has been, you know, going up like exponentially, like she's moving beyond all boundaries. Logan says, well, you could do anything, right? Like you could become a god, make your own universe. And she says, no, the Phoenix isn't like that. Like it gets rid of things that don't. Yeah. Um, eats these planets and stars and talks to me. And if I get too close to it, it replaces me. So this is like a powerful retcon in terms of the Phoenix generally, which is in traditionally in the Marvel Universe is viewed as something that is wholly destructive. Mm-hmm. you know uh gene gray like the phoenix and the original phoenix saga like destroyed a planet um of people and everything and gene is basically positing like no no no, these are things that aren't meant to be in like a cosmic
0: sense so what the fuck did that planet do what did you guys How do they wrong? really fucked up dude what did they, <laughs> they do really fucked up. i mean the shiar were like really really enthusiastic about trying to like get <laughs> vengeance for them so but apparently they were all fuckheads like who who yep. knew
1: <laughs> it was it was planet biden in the primaries
0: oh uh, no and they,
1: they all had to go <laughs> yeah, Planet Buddha had to be erased from the uh, from the cosmos. Uh yeah. So so basically she's saying, like, you know, the Phoenix is this, you know, Grant Morrison is taking this idea that previously, you know, the Phoenix is a cool idea. This I you know, this idea of this big cosmic destructive force about creation and destruction, and saying, like giving it a motive. hmm Like it has a it has a plan, it has a purpose, and that is the way the universe is supposed to be. And things that aren't part of that get destroyed. Um, you know, and uh logan's like well it's all well and good but you know where where where's the good part and she's like i don't know maybe it's judging me um oh yeah i can't fly in space sorry we're (laughs) fucked
0: yeah we're totally screwed and of course you know at this point whatever logan was doing working on stuff literally explodes and he starts like you know basically going berserker and starts smashing stuff um Mm And, and Gene starts pausing, like, wait a minute, what about that Esme who was caught dealing kick? And like, how does Magneto even fit into any of this stuff? Like, I don't even understand, um, which gives us a good opportunity to go to new Genosha and the the new Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, uh, you know, with Basilisk, Ernst, uh, Martha, Esme, and Angel. And of course, Beak, mm-hmm. who is wearing his not quite Green Lantern shirt still.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> um, green Lectern the um i love uh i love ernst's shirt this big no symbol uh,
0: yeah in the second panel it's no with a smiley face which i think is kind of interesting yeah. but yeah
1: i like that um so they're uh they're kind of talking and again we're just seeing this kind of break down you know Magneto is giving a speech like oh you know i got rid of their tv screens and now they want to negotiate you know ha 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 there's 16 dead million you know 16 million dead mutants that need to be accounted for Uh, esme who's fully taken the black bill is like yeah there should be these human sacrifices you know you need to be serious about changing the world to destroy people and magneto doesn't have like isn't having it like he is used to you know mastermind toad scarlet witch mystique like these people who don't question him but these Mm -hmm. are kids and you know they're they're not they're not those people he has not inspired loyalty so he's getting irritated as people interrupt
0: Yes, and he wants her to use Cerebra to find uh, the new X Men that, that are not that have not been like definitively dealt with at this point. Like there's still some that are kind of missing out there. And in the meantime, he's like, "Hey, Beak, time for you to learn how to exterminate people." And Beak is like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extermination?" And I love, I love Beak in this because like you could tell he was just going along to get along, and then it turned. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's he's a Nazi, and he's like, "Wait a minute, I don't like this at all. I don't want to do this in the, in the least."
1: yeah this uh these couple issues are great for b yeah i think um you know the, the, it's really really good like the idea of him coming along we get a little bit also with like you know he calls esme a child and basilis makes fun of him mm-hmm. you know uh esme is in love with magneto uh which will come to a head next issue or the issue after that i can't recall and uh you know he's just like oh magneto sees through your your push your stuff your bra stuffing child <laughs> uh, <to> him, Yuck. <laughs> uh which is just you know a great great little burn.
0: Yeah, Basilisk, um is going to go out pretty hard in the next couple issues, but I still love him to death. He's still great. Um, yeah, yeah, he's good. So we go back over to Asteroid M and uh, Wolverine is trying to lay some of the stuff out, uh, but they're both kind of losing their ability to think and focus because it's getting so hot. But he's saying, you know, somebody's been undermining the school, dividing up the X-Men, and now they're in this death trap. Um, and he says, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with Magneto. Maybe it was actually Zorn. And then and Gene can't even like, really keep up with this like she doesn't have a he- mutant healing factor she no longer has a shirt <laughs> so yeah, she's yeah. um and she just doesn't she's not feeling very well like this stuff has taken a, a physical toll on her in a way that it's not happening to it's the way that it's not taking a toll onto logan
1: yeah uh, logan says you know listen i i once survived like pinned under a rock like eating parts of my own arm like there's a way out of this and i love you know Jean's sense of humor is like are you gonna fight the sun for me <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's, it's just she, she's pretty bleak at this point um they're kind of talking she's inside his head and just you know says like uh you know there, there's something that happened uh to you like on this uh this weapon X program you know those revelations and basically i can't remember how this is followed up um like in the wolverine solo series or what have you but he's having a, a huge identity crisis because he's basically learns from the weapon plus thing that he was made into a sentinel like, the whole, you know, his uh, metal skeleton was an early attempt at fusing man and machine. Um, you know, he was made, you know, they chose a murderer to find someone to murder mutants. Yeah. Um, and it has given them this identity crisis. Uh, you know, they, they chose me because I, I like to kill. You know, that's what I'm good for. If you knew me, you'd hate me. And she goes, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. I know what you've gone through and the person you are now. How could I ever hate you? Like, again, it's a really sweet kind of moment of friendship. This whole yeah. scene is very good.
0: And really, like, I reading it the first time I was like, Oh god, like this is going to be the classic, like, they're going to kiss and then die and then something's gonna go back in time and, and save them and I'm so glad they don't they stay away from that trope, like Oh yeah. To that direct extent. But like I fully expected it to happen at any moment, especially because like they're drawn in this last panel as if they are like, they're talking face to face and like, like they are about to kiss and start make having makeout sessions. And I was like, please don't do that. Like they are, yeah, it's, 140 it's 140 degrees 140 fucking degrees. Yeah, yeah. Like don't make, <laughs> nobody wants to make out. Like, I don't want your tongue in my mouth, dog. Like stay away imagine their breath. Oh,
1: God. Like, right now? Yeah. Like, their mouth is the Sahara.
0: I don't know much about the world, but I bet it smells bad, and and Logan has not had a chance to (laughs) take a bath yet. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm -hmm. He smells like so much gore. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You know? He smells like Um, Weapon 15's insides.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know? Uh, So, they're there, and she's kind of losing her her cognizance Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, She's trying to concentrate. She can't find the phoenix, you know? And she's like, is Scott here? You know, uh, you know, I had to, and she starts, that was, here's another part that you only really know if you understand the, the arc, she's, t- she's seeing stuff from the future. Basically here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Scott, I had to watch it all changing. I had to let him go because that's what love is. Um, and that, that is the, basically the end of the, the arc. We'll talk about that, you know, when the, the future, the bad future gets wiped away. Um, the Phoenix burns and disaffects, it dies to return yes um you know and logan isn't on that wavelength of course like he just thinks she's talking about the now you know scott's growing up he's a little bit confused but he really he still loves you you know
0: yeah and and she starts like talking out loud instead of telepathically saying like it's terrible she feels scared she hears horrible voices in the heat and that she's dying um please don't leave me and logan says i'm never gonna leave you i'm right here beside you um, I, I I take all your pain on myself, but I can't. I can only take it away. And in kind of a shocking moment, stabs her through the torso uh, with his claws, killing her.
1: It's the, it's the, the most painless death. Yes. It's like, they say it's like going to sleep.
0: Just just like going so, to sleep. That's why she's screaming while it's happening, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, um, and then this last panel of, not last, but the last on this page where he's just like holding her dead body and saying, oh God, oh God, like he just can't believe what he had to do. And Walks him, walks her out into the face of the sun as this uh, spaceship is about to explode, and says, "You know, you and me in the face of glory." And like, there's just this huge sun, like everything is bright, and and you see the two of them start to dissolve when you, when the Phoenix force comes into play in Jean's eyes and it's some of the best art in this issue. Um, I, I, oh, like, yeah. I love the way that this looks like, again, like very reminiscent of that sunshine movie that we talked about earlier. Like it's just very bright and, and very like blinding. It's just, Oh man, this is so fucking good. What's happening right now. What the fuck is going to happen? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it's great. Like it is, it's just, it just was really cool. And we see Jean open her eyes mm-hmm. and that's the end of the issue. Really, really striking. Cool ending. Uh, to this yeah and this is the turning point like this is the hope
0: yes and um it's hard to not feel that hope i think like when you when you think that like logan is probably killing gene to maybe try to get the phoenix out of her so the phoenix can save the day and possibly even you know do as the phoenix is known to do and resurrect gene gray again like it's it's hard not to feel like logan's doing some shit he's doing some x-men shit like we're gonna turn it around like things are gonna go well yeah this,
1: this is a bleak ass moment. Dude. You know? Yeah. And it's really important that Logan wasn't doing this tactically. Like, he wasn't like, I'm going to bring the Phoenix out by killing Gene. Like, he was doing a mercy kill for a person he loves, you know, because he couldn't stand to watch them hurt.
0: Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's hard as a reader not to look at this and go, like, some shit's about to happen. Like, it's hard not to get excited, is what I was saying.
1: hmm. So, and that's the, uh, the end of the issue.
0: That's it.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, good issue. And this is, you know, things are gonna get real uh, from here lots of great beak content you know the x-men's hero moment in this like everybody gets a little moment to shine it's really nice
0: yeah um yeah if you like this podcast the best way the best way to support it is going to patreon.com slash stuck you can get all sorts of cool benefits uh by just donating a few dollars a month there are probably hundreds of hours if not if maybe dozens but definitely hundreds of hours of content that you get uh you have exclusive content that you get as soon as you join up and you can also get access to the Slack and all kinds of cool stuff. So go check that out. Ratings reviews also help. I think someone uh, took our advice and left a review recently. I said I would read it and now I need to find it on Slack. So I'll do that in the next episode. (laughs) I had Slack. It'll show up eventually. It'll show up eventually, dear reader. I promise. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so so much for leaving a review. I very much appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. We really appreciate it. Um, Yeah. And until next time uh, we you know take care. Take care of yourself in these trying times, stay home, stay lives, save lives, and uh, and we'll see you soon.
0: Bye!